Kamala is once again showing us what artificial intelligence looks and sounds like. In a moment of honesty, a view host compares herself to a barking dog, and stupid TikTokers are gambling with their lives, jumping off boats for likes and views. It's time to crown my losers of the week. Then our government is currently a joke, so why not bring in one of my favorite comedians to make light of our Brandon situation? I've got Tyler Fisher here in Nashville. It's Thursday the 13th, and it all starts right now. This week has been teeming, and I mean teeming, with losers. But it's time to name my top three, and what better place to start than the czar of all things, master of none, Kamala Harris. So Kamala was given yet another task to add to her to-do-but-never-will list. She's now in charge of explaining and navigating the importance of artificial intelligence. Now, I don't think Kamala knows a lot about AI, but faking intelligence, well, you be the judge. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. Wow. You know, as much as I thoroughly enjoyed her presentation on AI, one she clearly took approximately five seconds to prepare for, I think she should really just stick to discussing the concepts more in her wheelhouse, like school buses and the passage of time. But speaking of passing time, if you ever want to waste an entire hour of your life getting dumber between 11 a.m. and 12 noon, your best option is, of course, ABC's The View. Now, normally these women lie through their teeth, but earlier this week, host Anna Navarro gave us a rare moment of truth wherein she compared herself to a female dog. It wasn't me in New Hampshire screaming, we say gay. Though I wish I would have. I, I try to do it every time I, I'm anywhere near uh, Ron DeSantis or any of his people. Um, I just, like, I go around like a dog in Florida with my head outside of my car. We say gay! We say gay! We say gay! Well, Floridians, if you see an increasingly shrinking woman driving with her head out the window yelling about gayness, it's Anna Navarro, and I'd suggest getting off at the next exit as driving close to a mentally ill person may be unsafe. Objects in mirror are dumber, crazier, and more demented than they appear. But speaking of the dangers of transportation, stupid Gen Zers are at it again with their dangerous TikTok challenges. But this time, instead of munching Tide Pods or eating NyQuil-glazed chicken, they are jumping off the back of boats and endangering themselves in the process. So it might look like all fun and games, but jumping off the back of a moving speedboat can cause you to break your neck and drown. It's not funny, it's stupid. Get off TikTok, touch grass, or read a book, I swear. Those are my losers of the week, God save the queen. But up next, he's a New York comedian known for his viral content, but this month he's calling Nashville, Tennessee home, and I've got Tyler Fisher in studio next. Soon NATO will be the 32nd 
freestanding have free 30 free 32 freestanding <laughs> members standing together to defend our people and our territory Oh, if this man was just performing in the nursing home talent show, this would all be harmless fun, except for the fact he's a leader of the free world. But since we can't change it yet, we might as well have some fun with it. Joining me now all the way from New York City, comedian Tyler Fisher. Tyler, it's great to have you back in Nashville. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm going to talk to you in a little bit about your experience here. You've been here almost a month. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's quite a big difference from New York City. We're going to get into that. But first... You know, this president delivers so much content, and I know that you have a great Biden impression, but every day there just must be so much material that he provides that it's got to be a comedian's dream right now. I mean, it really does. It really is. Yeah, this is my latest impression, so thanks for having me. You're going here. Thanks for having me. All right, so that's the newest one where he'll just walk off before an interview's <laughs> that's done. That's great. That's my favorite. I love he'll start loud, and then he forgets who he is, where he is, and then he does a little whisper. You know, we're going to this country. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Look, when he says I'm getting ahead of myself, that means the uh, dementia's in full swing. He doesn't know where he is. But we have reports this week from White House aides that he's actually getting very angry and screaming F-bombs and expletives at his staff that they don't know what the F they're doing and it's F and and oops and, you know, everything <laughs> else that they'll bleep that and everything else that, that he's been apparently saying to staff and aides. So he's getting angrier by the day and his staff actually had a solution to comfort all of us. If he would do that in public more often, we would feel like he was more vibrant than he actually is. But I'm not sure that that's going to work. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't meet his quota of eight child head sniffs a day, he's going to be mad. You know, that's his that's his drug of choice. So if he doesn't have the kids around, he's going to yell it. He's going to take it out on somebody. Speaking of drug of choice, I'm sure you obviously saw that we still don't know who brought cocaine into the White House. I mean, heaven forbid we have some kind of an attack in Washington, D.C. or on the White House or on the president, I'm not really sure they're going to get to the bottom of it because they still can't figure out who brought cocaine into the White House. One theory, and again, I hate to talk about sniffing kids again, but one theory is these are actually kids brought in from the Mexican cartels, and they have cocaine sprinkled in their head, and then Biden comes up and he sniffs it out. So I, I, think, I think it is Biden's, and I think that's how he actually gets it into his body. I think it's a certain it's Biden's, but I'm not sure it's Joe. I think there might be another one there that might prefer the substance a little bit more to Joe. And if Joe is on cocaine right now, if this is him on cocaine, I mean, <laughs> yeah, something's we have wrong. a problem. <laughs> something's we're in worse shape than we thought. But I'm going to turn to another one of your favorites, right? Sure. So I don't know what day of girlhood, uh, girlhood Dylan Mulvaney is on. Uh, it's over a year. We know this because Bud Light celebrated it to their demise. <laughs> but I don't know if you've seen this or not, but Dylan Mulvaney... Thanks for putting my Bud Light in a yes, mug, by the way. I, I would that. never expose it to the world. Um, Dylan Mulvaney has taken to social media to say that he, she is escaping to a place that he, she can feel more safe. Let's take a listen. Okay, surprise. I'm in Peru and I'm at Machu Picchu. Isn't this just so beautiful? Um, I'm here by myself and I used to do a ton of solo traveling. I'm telling you it's the best, but I came here to feel something. You know what I mean? 
and I definitely have. And the people here are so kind. I feel very safe here. It's a little sad that I had to leave my country to feel safe, but that will get better eventually. I am so content. Still haven't been kissed yet, but I'm holding out hope. <laughs> All right, holding out hope. Never been kissed. Not kissed what in Peru. What do you Peru. mean? He, she went to the White House. Biden definitely kissed kissed <laughs> his head. Well, you know, there was somebody else in the White House lawn that show us, showed us a little bit more than we all probably wanted to see. But, That's you know, right. I know that you've been following this closely, the wokeness, the Rainbow Mafia, all of it, Dylan Mulvaney, really single-handedly destroying an iconic beer brand. That is, I mean, in some circles, an accomplishment. But now going to Peru, it's odd, though, because I didn't see Dylan Mulvaney choosing a, a whole list of countries, you know, closer to the Middle East, they didn't feel safer there, but Peru, apparently, they're very accepting of yeah, the Yeah, you lifestyle. should send them over to Afghanistan for a, a day and see uh, see how it goes. But, no, Dylan does have to go to Peru. Uh, now that he's carved his face up, he feels a lot safer near all those old uh, stat carvings and statues and all that stuff. So he's back with his people. What's interesting to me, too, is that he's got to go there to feel safe or whatever. If you want to hide in plain sight in the United States of America, just dress like a dude again. That's all you got to do. No one would have any idea. That seems like the safer route to Walk me. around as a dude. You will be ignored. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that was the problem before, hence why we got the character and the girlhood and everything that Dylan Mulvaney has done since, besides tanking, of course, Budweiser, Bud Light, and the entire Anheuser-Busch family. But uh, I want to move on to some more impressions, because I know you got some good ones for us. And I know that well, you, I just, I, you didn't even I just got the surgery. I'm going real far with the impression. Oh, right. You skipped right over. I don't know if we could show it. Well, right, next time we'll show next it. Next time. Yeah, yeah, it's healing. But it's not that kind of I'm show, going really far with I the impression. I appreciate it. Um, I know that you're equal opportunity when it comes to the impressions. <laughs> I know you do Democrats and Republicans. Uh, last time you were here, you did a little Donald Trump for us. I'm going to ask for that in a little bit. But first, I have never heard anybody do a Lindsey Graham impression, and I'm very curious as to what that sounds like. Well, Lindsey Graham, you really want to do, it's almost like a, a Forrest Gump coming out of the closet, you know. I mean, he's got some secrets, oh, Lindsey Graham. And you sound just like him. I hope that he's on Hannity with me tonight, because <laughs> I, I, and I hope that he sees it, because I think he'll enjoy it. I don't think anyone's ever done an impression of Lindsey Graham before that I've heard. Yeah, I think he's transitioning, and he's somewhere in between. <laughs> and I think it's very sweet. It's a sweet, you know. Southern guy, I'd want him to, you know, meet my parents, and I'm Lindsey Graham. Uh, there's somebody else, though, that I also haven't heard an impression of. Sure. And that's our friend Nancy Pelosi. We haven't heard a lot out of Nancy Pelosi lately, post-Hammer incident, but I want to hear the Nancy. I don't usually do impressions of Nancy Pelosi or women at all, but, um, but I'm going to do it for the children. Everything she does is for, for, for the children. I mean, we, we locked up the children for the, for the children. <laughs> Lindsey Graham is, is turning into a woman for the children. <laughs> Everything. We bombed New York City for the children. Like, what are you talking about? Can you do something for adults? Who cares about kids? Well, they don't care about kids, <laughs> yeah. so I think we already answered the it's question. It's a brilliant way to get away with anything. You no, know? It really is. Uh, there's another thing, a pop culture uh, sensation now. We're sticking right, right along in this vein of the Dylan Mulvaney's and, you know, just the whole cultural landscape of everything that we're going through right now. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, the trans group, the Rainbow Mafia, as I call them, the LGBTQ plus barbecue, not just that community, but the radical side of that community, they now believe that female parts should be rebranded, all right? 
vaginas should not be vaginas anymore. They should be labeled bonus holes so as not to offend trans men, trans women. I'm not sure what, but is that the route that we're going? And in New York City, where you live, I feel like that'd probably be the first place, that or L.A., that would adopt that rebranding first. I don't think Nashville, Tennessee is the spot. No, I mean, first of all, I've been calling it a bonus hole for years. Uh, this is nothing new. You know, they're, 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 they take old things and they claim that they're their own. But, um, no, I, I've, I'm ahead of the curve, so bonus hole all the way, you know. And, like I said, I, I just I just resculpted my own bonus hole, and so... Uh, I feel like it's it's fine and nobody's gonna get offended and nowadays you walk around New York you don't know who's who I go oh it's a beautiful woman turns around giant beard how you doing for come kiss me for the children you know you don't really know what's what so just bonus I'm fine with it what has your experience been up. like in Nashville because I know that you DM'd me and you said hey listen are the women here the same as New York City and I said no definitely I didn't not do that I well didn't. you did but I'm wondering what your experience has been thus far because I go to New York City a lot. I'm actually headed there this weekend to, to go to work. And I can't imagine dating in that city. Uh, when I was there a couple weeks ago, two things happened to me. Number one, I saw a man collecting gum off the street. Uh, Look, I had collection. a hard week, all right? Yeah. I was saving up yeah. for Nashville. Yeah, so he was uh, just watched him pluck, sure. use gum off of every area and just put it in a glob, walk along, pick more gum for his collection. So that was number one. And then not even an hour later, I got fully hit by a, a bicyclist going full speed. Hit on. Come no, on. No, no, no. You got hit, hit on. To, hit me, and I <laughs> fell over, and nobody nobody cared. So it was great. And that's why I don't go to New York City unless I absolutely have to. This time I will be avoiding the area near Macy's like the plague because that's where I got assaulted with the bike. But I'm wondering what your experience in Nashville has been as compared to New York City. Yeah, New York is rough. I mean, I everybody's got different pronouns and genders. Nobody wants to be straight anymore. So as a straight guy, it's tough to uh, go out with a, a gal or you don't even know if it's a gal. I mean, I went out with a woman uh, a couple weeks ago. She said, I'm fluid. And I said, you're wet? I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, let's keep bonus holes out of this conversation. So I, I you know, and then I, I said, well, are you a man or a woman right now? And she's like, well, I'm a woman. And then the bill came and it was like 300 bucks. And I was like, well, bro, you want to split this? Can you transition so we can, I can afford this bill? It's a nightmare. Is that really a thing now though, that people, as you're dating, they have pronouns and stuff? I mean, oh, yeah. I just, I've never experienced that. Oh yeah. In my I, got whole a, life. I got a cheat sheet and everything. It's uh, it's like, um, what's that old game where you had to like, do surgery on the guy. Every, I have operation? like a little, yeah, I have like a little operation map where I'm just constantly shifting, going, all right, the hole's up here now. Let's shift this down, the pronouns. But Nashville's got to be different. Uh, it depends. If you go to East Nashville. Yeah, don't little, go to East Nashville. Yeah, a little different. A lot of rainbow flags, a lot of, more, there's more flags of other countries than there are, you know, American. I thought if an alien landed in East Nashville, they would think they landed in gay Ukraine. That's where they, you know, we're in gay Ukraine. What? You know, whoops, that's that's the vibe it gives off. East Nashville and 12 South. But other than that, it's predominantly bachelorettes and mostly identifying as women. So it's I feel like you've got to be safer here going around and assuming someone's gender and guessing correctly. Yeah, I think I'll move here. Yeah, I think it's a good I think yeah. it's a good option. I really do. Uh, last thing is we're heading into election in 2024. Uh, I'm pretty sure we all know what New York City is going to do with that. 
But, you know, if you were right now, first of all, who do you think it's going to be? Do you think Joe's going to make it to the election? And who do you think our nominees are going to be on either side? I know you're not necessarily a political guy, so that's sure, why I'm interested sure. and curious to, to hear what you think. Joe, I don't know if he'll make it. He could be the first in, uh, he could be the first president to be assassinated by time. Okay? <laughs> so we're not sure he'll make it. Um, Trump, you know, he he I, I think he's coming back, you know. He's he's coming back strong. He's back doing his rallies, you know. Frankly, he's so strong. Tommy's doing his great rally. So many people, probably a million people in this room. This is how many people are coming. But no, he's he's strong. He's back. I love how he invites random people up. People say he's kind of a narcissist, but he'll invite random people from the crowd to give a speech. Where's John? Where's John? John is the custodian at the local Dairy Queen. Let's bring him up here to give a speech on how we're going to end the war in Ukraine. Let's get him up here now. So we need comedy. And I think get Trump back at least in the news so we can laugh. Biden is as dumb as the vanilla ice cream he eats and boring. I want Trump back in the limelight. I do too, and I love the impression. I mean, it is spot on. How long did it take you to perfect that? Um, it, it, not very long, you know. I've got the tiny hands, and that that's where I started. You know, I started here, and then slowly it just gets better and better, frankly. Warp speed, right, warp speed, warp speed. I love how everybody forgets that Trump made the vaccine, too. I, I think we all conveniently try to forget that, to be honest with you. And he didn't. I mean, there are people that really do think that he made it. Sure. He didn't. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, it's like, you know, everyone said, don't get it because it should take so long. And then Trump made it. It should have taken 30 years, Tommy. I made it in two days, frankly. Warp speed. Nobody does it that quick. No. Okay. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they could have taken a little longer yeah, on yeah, that yeah. one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But you're here in Nashville. You're going to be here for a few more days. Where can people in Nashville go see you? Sure, sure. Well, I'll, I'll be in Alabama tonight. Is this, li is this live? Wow. Is, is this going on tonight? Yes. Okay, I'll be in Huntsville tonight at 7 p.m. at Stand Up Live. And then I'll be uh, in Hoover, Alabama on the 15th at Stardome. And then I'll be at Zanies on the 16th right here in Nashville. Zanies is a great spot. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. So quick. This interview was so quick. I thought it'd be bigger, but so quick. <laughs> I love it. And, I, and we're going to send it to the, we're going to send it to to Big Donald because I think that he would love it. Thank you for being here. I Thanks hope that for you enjoy me. Nashville and I hope that you come back. Maybe move here. I think it'd be I, a good choice. I think I will. All right. God bless you and Zanies on Sunday night. Zanies on Sunday. A couple of tickets left. Up next, a California bill to make sex trafficking a serious felony was blocked by Democrats. Folks, when these people tell you who they are, believe them. My final thoughts are next. The California legislature had the chance to increase penalties for child and sex trafficking and chose to block it instead? Knock me over with a feather. It's almost like they don't want to put an end to that kind of thing. It's time for final thoughts. I keep telling you all this because it's true and you really need to pay attention. When people tell you who they are, what they care about, and what they couldn't seem to care less about, believe them. That's the case with this latest joke of a situation out of where else? Gavin Newsom's California. California Senate Bill 14 would have made human trafficking of children a serious felony under Golden State law. And I think most of us normal and decent people would probably agree that trafficking children is a serious felony. 
but leave it to the demented and indecent Democrats of California's Assembly on Public Safety to block this bill and stand in the way of increasing penalties and consequences for this type of heinous act. Maybe I'm just super right-wing, but yeah, I think if you're caught trafficking or exploiting anyone, but especially an innocent child, you should go to jail for life and or have your privates cut off and or face the death penalty. That really shouldn't be a controversial thing to say. That also shouldn't be a partisan thing, and I would think even Democrats would agree with me. That really shouldn't be a controversial thing to say. That also shouldn't be a partisan thing, and I would think even Democrats would agree with me. And wouldn't you know it, after a barrage of public shaming and a stunning and unusual change of heart, California Governor Gavin Newsom stepped in in the 11th hour to reverse course. He reportedly worked his magic to revive the stalled bill. While I'd like to think it's out of basic decency, I think the more realistic reasoning is, as I've been saying since January, Gavin Newsom will be running for president in 2024, and he's working overtime on his smoke and mirror special effects to make himself appear less radical and more general election palatable. And I guess if we have to shame Democrats into protecting children, we will. Those are my final thoughts. Be sure to like and subscribe Outkick on YouTube. From Nashville, God bless and take care.